1: Cooler Kings are made in limited numbers, yet highly affordable. Check them out now on the web at Cooler.bike or find them on Instagram with hashtag CoolerKingBike. Cooler.bike. E-bikes that are cool AF. Hello and welcome to Stop
3: Hammer Time. On tonight's Stop Hammer Time, Get relegation done, says Jim. Get relegation done, he says. No more living under the oppressive heel of the Premier League with all their rules and their regulations and their VAR. Get Brexit done. We can do deals with the National Basketball Association. Once we're we're out of the Premier League, we'll be a powerful, all-thrusting force, says Jim. I disagree. We'll talk about that on the podcast. Also, coming up... Stephen Onzonzi is the purchase we need, says 2015 Jim Grant. If he comes in, we'll end up sixth. 2020 Jim Grant disagrees. He says he's age, he's a slightly older. Don't you tell me what I think, says 2015 Jim Grant. Jimmy Kebaker just fuck up down. Look here, 2015. Jim Grant, says 2020 Jim Grant. Don't you give that attitude. Shut your fucking trap, says 2015 Jim Grant. Jimmy Kebby is just a cunt and so are you. Hey, 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 says Phil. Shut up, Baldy, says 2015 Jim Grant. 2015 Jim Grant and uh, 2020 Jim Grant have a fight on the floor and roll around and then they buy some absinthe. And that's the end of that story. I slightly disagree with both of them. We'll dissect that issue on the podcast of whether Stephen Nzonzi is a, a good purchase for the club. We don't know that he's a purchase, but his name has been mentioned, and 2015 Grant, Jim Grant, cannot be more delighted. Hello, and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. Joining me this week are, uh, as always, Jim Grant. Good evening. Hello, Jim. Hello.
2: And joining us, one of our, one of our best friends on the podcast, he is Colin Mill. Good evening. This is 2020, Colly Miller, and that's just the weight. Oh, right. Yes, yes,
3: yes. That 2020 diet, for 20 days you eat carbohydrates, and then for another 20 days you eat nothing... That's a bad diet, isn't it? The 5-1 diet was I, the one. I didn't know about the nothing. Nobody right. told me. Oh, did you just drink?
2: I just drank. You just yes. drank. Well, some of that, some of those craft beers are, are very nourishing. They're very Moorish, and in fact, they're very good in the second half. Right. If right. you just wait at the bar and don't go back for the second half, oh, they, no. they are quite Moorish. Right,
3: right, right. So you've missed quite a few second halves.
2: I've missed quite a few um, seasons.
3: Right, no. right, right. <laughs> That's possibly possible. Quite admirable, uh, 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 quite a worthy approach.
2: Admirable, advisable.
3: Yes, yes. We have three games of football to discuss, or three second halves uh, in Colin's case. We have the uh, Everton game that we saw, uh, yes. the one-all draw, and then there was the Leicester game, which uh, yes. none of us saw, but we heard about, didn't we? Well, reported.
0: I saw, it. I saw it. I didn't go. To oh, yes, no, you saw it on the television.
3: Yes, we didn't go to that, uh, so mm. it was reported uh, very mm. much like the coronavirus. It was bad news and uh, yeah. made a lot of people very unhappy. Yeah. And then yeah. the cup game, yes. uh, which uh, you went to. Cole? I went to. You I went, went to Jim. Yep. I had a uh, I I did an Impro gig In Bath uh, At a sort you of You did Burns. an Impro gig In the Bath In the Bath <laughs> Yeah yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Right. That's good Yeah Yes Jim What's wrong with that There's nothing What's wrong with wrong it with impro- I, No it's curious But it's nothing yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with it It was a Burns night gig In, ah. in Bath uh, bath in west, in, in the Bath Western. in the West Country, in the West Country, yeah, yeah. But it was in a bath, yeah. It was in a bath, yeah. Uh, An in
0: epicenter bath. of Scottish eighteenth-century lyric poetry, of exactly. course. Bath, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. Bristol is, of course, further uh, west than Edinburgh. Uh, yes, I think that might no, be true. Uh, no, Edinburgh is so, further west than yeah, Bristol. Yeah, 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 yes, that's correct. Yes, because it's on tilt. yeah you think, uh, but you think yes, Bristol right. is further west yes. than Edinburgh, um,
0: Liverpool, and Bristol are more or less in line, but yes. Edinburgh is further over. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all of this is thankfully Helpful. helping us avoid talking <laughs> yes. about one of the less uh, less pleasing weeks in the history no, of Western no, it,
3: is a, it has been a week of uh, uh, a draw and two losses and uh, has been uh, presented, has essentially presented with a rather worrying uh, scenario. I mean, I think um, we've, in our 12-year history of doing this podcast, uh, we've been in this position where we're teetering on the brink of possible relegation and I uh, this is another one of them. Yeah. Uh, but... I'm failing currently to see the green shoots of recovery.
0: I would concur with that. I think we are in serious trouble, Um, and I think whatever happens in the transfer window um, is going to be too little, too late. I suspect. Um, Oh, do you think we're going
3: to go down? Yeah, I do. Oh, good grief!
0: Uh, uh, Right, I do. Uh, I I think the 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 fixture coming the next you know few fixtures have thrown up. Let's face it, you know, three write-offs and one absolute must-win game against a team that's been a bit of a bogey team for us in recent mm-hmm. seasons. Um, thereafter, we've got difficult London derbies. We've got games against rivals that you might say are winnable, but they include things like Newcastle away, which is not a happy hunting ground traditionally. Wolves, um, at home that, you know, that they, they are much better than us at the moment. Um you know, Burnley, <laughs> they seem to be reviving themselves. Southampton at home, but they're on a very good run at the moment. It is very, very difficult to see where the points are going to come from, um, uh, from a team that looks shot in so many ways. It has really alarmed me the last couple of games. They they have been clueless, gutless, um, outpaced, uh out thought, um, lacking tenacity, um, every tussle for a ball we lose we don 't pick up second balls, um, the first half against Leicester was getting on for as bad as i 've seen. Um, it reminded me there was you know unless we you know uh, Terry Jones because there was a Monty Python sketch. Many, many years ago, which there was a football match between I think it was like St. Mary's Hospital or something or some doctors right. in white coats and a Long John Silver eleven. <laughs> yes. And the Long John Silvers, I don't know if you remember it, kind of just stood there going, ooh are ooh, and it could yeah. basically falling over. And the 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 doctors in white coats kind of ran madly around them and they won about sort of, you know, 14 nil or something. It felt like that. We were so static, we didn't get near anybody. They they just they weren't particularly at it and they just passed the ball through us ran round us um horrendous and then the first half against uh West Brom against their reserves pretty much again you know absolutely all those things we were they just they were quicker they were sharper uh, their passing was more accurate they they were more tenacious they won headers they deserved well, we were lucky to be only 1-0 down at the end in particular, of first the first half.
2: In particular, Jim, the first half um, against West Brom um, and, and carrying on uh, Phil's theme, I was surprised to see Carlos Sanchez come out with a parrot on his shoulder and a crutch <laughs> because, right. uh, obviously, he was playing one of the Long John Silvers. Um, I, I, I can't actually remember too many players that have worn a West Ham shirt that have... Play worse than Carlos Sanchez in the period that he's been here. I'm not saying he was the worst player on the pitch on Saturday because there was severe competition. Yeah. There were some very uh, poor performances it, indeed.
0: It's a team malaise, isn't it? It's not, mm-hmm. you know, you can pick out some individuals for excoriation. Uh, Balbuena was literally incapable of passing the ball to yeah. another West yeah, Ham yeah. player. He must have misplaced half a dozen. Passes either straight out or straight no, to can, a West Brom player I in help a row you? because yeah. it
2: was first half and obviously West yeah. Ham were kicking towards you um, in yes. the first half. Uh, he was at my end in the first half. Yeah. It was six passes in a row, in a row, in a row. Um, one of them was a long pass. I think it was a sixth pass. The first five were short passes. They to should an have opponent.
0: been straight four passes out of defence, shouldn't they? And yeah, they were. Yeah. Um,
2: but but yeah. that th- 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 they were ten yard passes. Yeah, th- th- they, they weren't anything I mean that
0: was that was that was incompetence but we often tend to blame the passer of the football when when passes go astray but it's also true to say there was next to zero movement in front of the ball yeah yeah Yeah, Um, those passes were to
2: to yes they they
0: they were they were (laughs) so yeah so like I say you can pick out some particularly Mm. horrible uh performances um um but that it is a team Malay.
3: When David Moyes came, uh, last time, uh, a couple of years ago, um, he, uh, he inherited a team from Slavon Bilic, slightly had slightly more games to improve things. This time he said uh, this is a better team yeah. than the one I inherited under Slavon Bilic. And um you know, he that's a perfectly acceptable thing for him to say because he's he's not gonna go, Oh, this this load of yeah, this he, load he's, of rubbish. He's, I can't do th- yeah, um, but also that. you I, I'm you, tempted you to you say Mandy
2: Rice Davis. Well he would say that, wouldn't he?
3: Yeah. Yes. Well, yes, exactly, he would say that. But but on paper, in a sense, it possibly is a better team. You know, the, the, um, Allaire is on paper an extremely good player, given his history at Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, Fornals cost a bit of money and obviously did well at his previous club. Uh, Anderson obviously is a 45 million pound Brazilian. So it's arguable that we've got a sort of better cent- set of central defenders than he inherited last time. But I'm not, uh, for, for, a second supporting that point of view uh, because it, it's uh, just stripped of any confidence. Um, we've, we've seen mm. a few teams over the years that are less than the sum of their parts. This is just far less than the sum yep. of their parts. Just one of yep. these guys to play a little bit out of their skins would be great or to play to their potential. But, you know, there are players playing below their best potential and that was sort of happening... That was happening in the billet here a lot, was he was saying these guys, you know, just one of these, if one of these guys could get a hold of this match, uh, we'd at least have something. But they're all playing less well than they can play.
0: Yeah, I mean, there are several, I mean, there, you know, it's a complex picture, isn't it? I mean, I, I think he will regret, In I mean, he had to kind of sort of say that, I think, but yeah. uh, Moyes will regret saying that because it isn't a better squad than the one he inherited no, last time uh, and you know, and, fine. You know he's it. Uh, yeah he's got to say it but I think you know he will realize and he might well have thought it <laughs> having looked at the names Absolutely. on paper but he will have realized now that that's not the case um for me Halaire is turning into the thinking man's Carlton Cole um you know uh similarly lacks mobility not got any pace uh, doesn't finish well if he's got ten seconds to think about it, or to even two. Um, wins a lot of aerial battles, but um, the ball goes off at odd angles, and you know um, people don't get. I and mean, yeah, it's a team malaise. He's getting he's lost confidence because nobody gets near to him. There was one point where uh, on Saturday, like he did, he did that kind of chest down that he does. Mm-hmm. To nobody. I mean, nobody was anyone... It was 20 yards from him. They were arguing with each other. Um, they, were, they were, you know, badly miss-hit balls. You know, Cresswell busted a, a, a gut to do an overlap for hours at one point. Fournau's just knocked it up for a goal kick. They all both argued with each other. Um, it's not a happy camp, very obviously. And, um, it, you know, it's going down the tubes fast and it's very difficult. Uh, Noble... Are, aside, and possibly to a certain extent, Rice, there aren't leaders in that team, I don't think. Um, and it's grim. I think it really, really is grim. There's no pace. I mean, that's one of the major no, factors. No, there no. is no pace. And with injuries to Antonio, Fredericks, Anderson now, uh, Masawaki now as well. Yeah, that is, Oh, is he injured? I think so. No, I don't no. think he was on the squad. I think he was injured. I, I assumed um, he'd
2: been dropped after
0: Leicester I because he's he, he was pretty I think he's carrying a bit of a uh, I thought he was well, he was one of the better ones against esther but that, you know that 's not saying a lot um, that is all the pace in the team
3: yeah that yeah, 's literally
0: yeah. all the pace in the team um, so
2: uh, well actually I think fournells has got pace
0: i i thought i mean Fournellles I thought was unlucky to be a, to be one of the full guy substitutes on yeah. on saturday I, I I was amazed that he went off and Lanzini who I mean, it's not just that he's a shadow of his former self. I have n- rarely seen a, a footballer's form just fall off a cliff to the to the, to the extent that he, it has with him. He he needs a, a rest, I think. Uh, hmm. uh, he's just not at it at all, struggling really badly, um, and that's a worry because you know he he should be one of our leading you know creative players. And he's yeah. Just, I mean,
3: I thought in not, the early part of the it. season, uh, he he um, you know whether. You know this season has been it hasn't been even those early games were sort of we you know we we I didn't think we entirely convinced even when we sort no. of beat Manchester United no. and stuff, but what no. he did in those early games was I thought he set a tempo for the team he's very busy and he just cut he you know mm. he covers every blade of grass um but he sort of doesn't he's got too much of a kind of free role in a way and that he but, but i think there's you know movement in front of him is a problem um the Everton game. I think I mean the Everton game but the first half in that he you know he looked like the most technically gifted player on the pitch and he still has that in his locker I think he yeah. well, 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 he he traps the ball just, well no his close that. control of no the ball is good that. and we, he we keeps know, the ball well we know what he but can there do. was a lot of final balls that weren't yeah. going where they should do and part of that you know, feels that it has to do with the movement in front of him. Stuff, yeah, I know. think
2: that's absolutely right. He looks up and hallers, you know, rigidly standing to the guy that's marking him, mm. um, and, and then he turns it sideways to Noble or, you know, the, the ball just keeps going crab-like across the field. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. only reason it's doing that is that I don't think there's enough movement amongst forwards to actually make that space, make that little run. Um, he, he, I mean, we, we never play a ball over the top because we haven't got a player that will pursue it.
3: No, no, no.
0: We'd, we'd, yeah, I mean, we we just started to do that a little bit in the second half against Leicester, just with just Antonio. Yeah. Yes, with Antonio. Um, but uh, yeah, up until then,
3: is he injured again? Did he survive uh, the West Brom game? <laughs> Thankfully, yes. No. I mean, you know, he is. Hmm. He's on a knife edge, isn't he? Of fitness, he clearly uh, like always, you know, He's, yeah, he's always absolutely. on the verge. Of you know, kind and of he, fun.
0: but the moment he's just vital. Yep. He is vital. I mean, we we improved a bit in the uh, first part of the second half against Leicester, um, and we improved a bit in the second half against West Brom, and that had when they were down to ten men, and when they were down to ten men, <laughs> and, and, and a lot of that is to do with with Antonio. But oh, you know, so to, to must they we didn't we didn't get a shot on target until the ninetieth minute. I mean,
2: but at the same time, we happiest. also know that West Brom were probably playing with five first-team regulars and the rest were drafted in. Mm. Um, then they were down to 10 men with about 30 minutes to go. And, yeah, we played a little bit better towards the end of the game, but by God, we should be. Yeah, right. I mean, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And well, well, I mean, you
3: know, with all these things, like the Leicester game is... Uh, well, Leicester are second in the league at the moment and they are they are a very good outfit and we're oh, at they're home. They're very good. So yeah, they are know, very it's, good. So, so it's not good. a surprise to be beaten by them. They're and similarly, good. West Brom are really only... You know, three places below us, essentially, and are winning all their games. So, so you know, they're at the top of their league. Well, they've
2: actually they've, they've dipped in form in the last few weeks or so. They lost at the weekend to yeah. Stoke at home. Though
3: so they're still top of the division. Yeah, they're, aren't they? they're still top yeah, of the yeah. division. So,
2: but but they've had yeah. a bad six game yeah. run because they were a long way in front.
3: I know, I mean, I, I'm not really sort of um, scrabbling around for positives, but, I'm, but, but you know, I, I, we have to kind of upset. We've, we, if we're going to stay up, we're going to have to pull off a couple of upsets. Well, what I've we been doing it the
2: other way. I've been learning what the championship side is like, yeah, because I think it will be vital yeah. next year. What we're doing uh, yeah. is... I mean,
3: it, you know, sorry, go on. What we're, do, what we're doing is kind of, uh, um, you know, losing hard games at the moment. At some point, we're going to have to start sort of winning our... Battles with teams around us, rather than not winning them, and uh, but you know, of course, Moyes' first game we thumped Bournemouth four 0 Yeah, and, and, and you know, and uh, we might uh, do
0: that to uh, Brighton, and we might yeah. do that, but you know, but but but, um, but we're without. We're I mean, injuries to... kill you. Yeah, I mean, injuries kill you. The, the injury to Fabianski this season has been has cost us points. There's no question mm. about that. Mm. And now you know, and and um, in the uh, the game against Sheffield, Sheffield United, wasn't it where Anderson got injured? you know he was he was he, he was decent in that game he was probably our best you know one of our best players in that game and and you know to lose him just you know i know he's not had the best of seasons but his pace and he's a threat and he creates space for others yeah. you know we we are very 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 short of players that are going to Cause trouble. Some of those injured players at the
3: moment are going to be secretly pleased that they're injured. I think yeah, because it's just yeah. like you say, it's kind of like it's not a happy ship out on the bench. No, there, Anderson was already kind of unhappy this season. I just don't know what his psychology is, and his psychology is a bit of a microcosm of the whole team psychology because it's just this yeah. sort of can't do attitude and uh, yeah, that sort of really. I mean, it, know, was a, it was it was a massive
0: setback that Sheffield United with the, the, the with the late VIR decision going mm. against us. You know, having had that little bit of momentum from the two wins going into it, yeah. Uh, and actually, I think Moyes did have a game plan for Sheffield United. You know, we were passing our way out of that their tight press in yeah. areas. We had created some chances in the first half, and, and you know, to to lose in the way we did, and uh, you know, for a team that was short on confidence, that was a massive setback. Yes, it, it really, really yeah, was. Yeah. I'd, I'd say it was a more you know significant setback than the the Leicester game where the performance was disappointed, but we weren't possibly expecting to get anything out of it. No. Um, you know, in the end, maybe get going out of the FA Cup means you know, fewer games, but, you know, get rid of a distraction, as they say. But that's not how fans see it. And it's not, I think, how players really see it. I think you want to be winning football games, where, you know. No, and it's, it it's, but it, it,
2: it's, it's West Ham and it's something slightly different about this FA Cup. Um, I, I think that I mean, when you read the social media posts, one thing that our fans are absolutely desperate for is something to shout for. Um, and every time we go out to a cup from a lower league side, um, a, a little bit more despondency falls in. That, 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 that was a full house against West Bromwich Albion in... Uh, fourth round of the cup the 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 willingness for them to go further was certainly there so whilst it might make the league a little bit easier we might stay up in the premiership if we get some luck and and the cup would have been a distraction that really isn't how West Ham supporters would say they wanted to be in the FA Cup
3: Hmm. absolutely well I mean it's it would just be you know we saw in 2006 that the team that that is um surprising other teams is playing well is on a good run you know entered the fa cup competition and did very well in it and you know and it's sort of you know we, we, we the last few years it feels like i can't sort of really remember a season where we we you know things have been going great guns and we similarly did well in the cup because it's now been so sort of long since those two things have sort of conflated that you're so delighted to be, you know, going well in the league that you kind of go, I don't want the cup to spoil it. I want to keep our (laughs) league run going and try and finish, you know, sort of eighth or seventh or, you know, in some high league position. So I I think the the times in which I've had an opinion about the FA Cup is long gone, really, because Mm. these last few years have just been this yo-yoing, if you do well, you don't want the cup to influence it. If you're not doing well... You're actually sort of just not a good enough team to have the FA Cup be a kind of, you know, um, a happy distraction. You, you, you're kind of a slightly shitty team. That's well, I suppose again.
0: Wigan winning it and going down a few
2: years ago kind yeah, of is, yeah, the, is yeah. the model of that. Yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah. yeah, I mm. guess so. Much the same happened to Portsmouth as well. So, I mean, mm. it, it's not a good recipe to go forward. Um, but But it does give some of your fans a little happy memory. Yes, now. it does. You know, and I, 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 there have been so few happy moments in the last 10 years or so that that's, I think, where we we, 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 we could do well to go for some of these Cups.
3: So, with her next, the transfer window is still open, though only for a few more days. Uh, so uh, let's discuss that after this.
1: Morning, Dave. Morning, Robo. Slow start to the day. Get going with a delicious bacon and egg flat grill and regular coffee for just $9.90 at The Coffee Club. Available for a limited time only.
3: Welcome back. Uh, So... Uh, it, it does really feel as if new players uh, are possibly our one and only hope. I mean, the the we've sort of been wrong about this, you know, the prospect of relegation before. I think under Grant, when when um, when uh, uh, Demba Ba came in and Victor, Ob- Ob- came, uh, Victor Victor Obbina came in, um, the couple of results, the Liverpool game, the Stoke. Game, uh, I remember walking away from Upton Park with Sam Delaney going, you know, at least we're safe. You know, we're not no, going to go down yeah. now. Mm. Similarly, Allardyce's middle season, uh, which was catastrophically awful, uh, we walked away, and I remember you, Jim, saying, "I can't see where the points are no. coming from. Mm. I think we're down. We're down." And uh, we stayed up, so we can be wrong. We have been wrong. So, so I mean, I, I oh. sort of, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still not completely. Sort of open to the idea that we're, we're you know sort of relegation is an inevitability but but things are grim, and it does feel that he 's just got to get some guys in that are going to have an influence on the pitch going to come in yeah. can 't get another um no I, i'm not saying it is an inevitability um
0: uh, particularly if we get some so just some extra legs and lungs in 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 the team um but the, it's, realistically now it's three from that bottom six because there's a bit of a gap now between yes, the yeah. sort of 25, 26 points and the 30-pointers. And those, some of those 30-pointers, they're on a bit of a, a run. They're yeah, doing all yeah, right. Yeah. Newcastle's home form is holding up very well, isn't it? Um, and they're getting some surprising results. So I don't think they're going to get sucked back into it. Um, so realistically it's three from six. And right now we probably have the worst form. Oh, we the, are the worst form team by yeah. the five, and and, yeah. and and it's difficult to see where that is going to without people coming back from injury quickly um, and that will make a big difference uh, and, and new, you know, new blood. I mean, you know, it is literally paper thin, which makes the decision to send people like Holland out on loan all the more baffling He's to It's
2: about
0: me. four that went out in, did, the, in he, January. He'd been, he'd been playing, surely. I mean, mm. he, would have, he would have played in that
2: game. It's That's very difficult, Jim, with, with with Holland. Let me say something about this uh, under-23 side because they're leading that league, but they're leading the league below the one they were relegated from last yes, year. Yes, um, It's a very good under-23 side. About, I think, four or five of them have now gone out on loan, so they might not get promotion because he might have just put the rest out for experience. Um, but I'd, I've been to uh, Dagnam a few times when that under-23 side have been playing... And I have to say that if you had to pick out those that could actually play for the first team now, it's not many. No everybody sees the results they're getting. Yeah. yeah. But but that's an entirely different league. And yeah. I think that um if they were good enough, um, I think that they probably would have been pushed forward by now.
3: Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, you know, again, in uh, the the previous uh, sort of Moyes, uh, Red Adair-style landing and uh, troubleshooting and keeping us up, um, he had Arnautovic, and he's better than Allaire. And, uh, no, uh, know, no, no question about uh, he, uh he, <laughs> On another level. You know, yeah. We had this sort of guy who was sort of in a bad mood, and then after Christmas his mood got worse, but he still scored, you know, like, you know, he... Uh, um, he is just a better player. Well, um, you know
0: when he, uh, when he wasn't, get, you know, sort of scoring goals, he was he was making an absolute bloody nuisance of himself. Mm. You know, he bullied defender. Haaland's never going to bully defender, d- a defender no. in his life. He really no, isn't. No, you know, in the no. same way as Carlton Cole never bullied a defender. He is the no. thinking man's Carlton Cole, as I said. He's got his little kind of French philosopher's goatee, and he looks wistfully at the sky but he's not what we thought we were getting.
3: No, so it's sort of, you know, get that there are players there that uh, I don't think David Moyes can really get any more of a tune out of. Like, uh, you know, we see. know what Zabaleta does. It's just the highlights on Match of the Day of the West Brom game <laughs> and uh, the Leicester game just serially featured him being outrun by players from another yeah. team. So you know. there has to be, doesn't there, one way or
0: another, and I'm not really going to play a blame game about who's responsible for transfer policy or whatever, one way or another, between the people responsible for transfer policy, there, ha- that has, to be, there has to be a question mark over giving him a contract extension and not spending the money on buying a right-back to challenge yeah. Fredericks for a first-team mm. place. We need, you need to have two potential first-team-ready fullbacks don't you yeah <laughs> it's, a, it's such a vital position in modern football um and it's abueletta's lack of pace being exposed in the way it was there was one point where i think it was harvey barnes in the in the leicester game you know knocked the ball past him he was about 10 yards behind abueletta mm-hmm. and he still beat him yeah, yeah. to the ball you know and, and it's not his Abuleta's fault is it it's just he's run you know his legs have gone and he's 35 years old or whatever and why aren't people why don't people see that we on this podcast people and everyone has been able to watch us and say we need more energy and physicality in central midfield yeah. in this league and oh, we've got rid of the. T- I mean, you know, and literally, Qart's form fell off a bit. But but we we've got rid of him. Didn't really replace him. Got rid of Obiang, who I always quite liked as a player, certainly as a squad player, and uh, didn't replace him. So we've been left with 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 Fulnals, who's, who, who's manful. I I quite like him. He runs around and he has a go and he tries, yeah. but he's. He's not a kind of tenacious central midfielder. He's a more creative player. Yeah, and player you don't know that. what he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and is. and and Snodgrass is the, our you know, yeah. is, the, you know is, the, is, is the utility player. Yeah, we've who, got a bunch well, of number well, 10s. Yeah, yeah. see, yes, isn't, exactly. it,
2: isn't it funny? Moyes arrives the first time round, and one of the things that he's got to go over is a has gone. And as far as West Ham supporters can see, the replacement is a guy called Snodgrass. Mm. Snodgrass, and. On every social media page, you'll see, who's this Snodgrass? He's absolute rubbish. And in the second coming, this time Moise is probably looking at Snodgrass and saying, I hope he's fit. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, So yeah, yeah, fr- yeah. Fr- fr- from the guy that we really didn't want to arrive because he didn't replace somebody that was much, much better than him, we're now thinking about Snodgrass. Well, we need him in there for well, his determination. Well, he, I, yeah. think he, yeah. I think he
3: sort of... Um, You know, the last time he came, he sort of reconfigured the defence. He paid three at the back. He
2: brought Rice
3: in. He brought Cresswell in as a central defender. And uh, he did uh, quite a lot of significant sort of um, spade work in rebuilding Mm -hmm. the defence. You know the defense we have now is sort of all right we 're back to yep. the problem we had under Billets is that they 're sort of not getting any protection not from the not necessarily actual physical protection from the midfield, but protection from the rest of the team troubling the other side 's goal yeah, and I just giving them something to that, think, that, think about that, that, you know that, that, like there 's four point, you know there 's four points basically from you know the uh, um, the Everton and Sheffield United games that sort of went begging because we didn't score enough goals. You know, if we'd scored a goal against Sheffield United, it would have been a different result. If we'd scored another goal against Everton, there's, yeah. there's already yeah, sort of four uh, points. Yeah. One would have been a win, yeah, one would yeah, have been a draw. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, we, you know, know and f-
0: first half against Everton, we were, we were dominant yeah. enough to have done that. And you have to, you, you know, you have to
3: score when you're in front. You're absolutely right. And they're attacking. Like that. Uh, I think there's a real problem. And it's sort of. It is, it is perennial for, for a team in a way known for its, its enterprising nature that, we, that we, we just can't seem to sort of score goals, you know. I mean, the, 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 the purchases under Pellegrini this season have all been kind of attacking midfielders, building on attacking midfielders we already had. And... Um, you know, we we really just don't look much yeah. like we're going to score well, a goal. No, I mean... There's no one getting on the end of anything. I mean, we had, no. you know, last season,
0: you know, he, Hernandez, who obviously was not a player who could lead a line on his own, as a substitute, you know, chipped in with some very important and useful mm. goals, didn't he? As did Lucas and, Perez. And, and, as did Lucas Perez. And yeah. and did, although, you know, he didn't do a lot while he was... You know, in the season before, you just mm. popped up yeah. with the odd goal here and there. We've got no one who's doing that really Um, and Lanzini has lost his shooting boots that happened some while ago even possibly before his injury
2: to be fair last season one of those number 10s because we've got number 10s in Lanzini 4 nels, Anderson and Wilshire we've got a lot of number 10s but last season Anderson did actually you know, contribute to the yeah. goal quite, yes. quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think it's yeah. his lack of form for that number 10 position yeah. that, that, that's that been the thing that we've missed. Oh, Ant- uh,
0: well, else. you know, Antonio, for all that he's been good, what one goal in about, one goal this season? In about yeah. 10 games? Yeah, yeah. Three disallowed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you know
3: yeah um so there are there are uh uh, there have been rumors there was the steven and zonzi rumor (laughs) that sort of came finally came home to roost um that is still something that might possibly happen i mean these are all rumors um there's that you know feels as the uh transfer window uh, shuts at the end of this week at the end of friday and we're now on what are we on monday um you Know something's got to happen. There's already a rumor of a uh, Sparta Prague, um, Slavia Prague, Slavia Prague midfielder Tomas Suchek, um, 24, young. Apparently, he's good. He's sort of, uh, yeah, well, he's a current a kind of, Czech international, yeah, isn't Czech he? international, indispensable uh, uh, to their team. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that you know, it feels like that
0: is the right you know, but it feels uh. It, we, we have to get these people in, but it, you know he's going to have to hit the ground running. Yeah, it. it's not the easiest time as a central midfielder to pick up the pace in and the Premier
3: League. Uh, the, the, there's rumours of Nottingham Forest's pacey right back, the cat, who's going to cost a lot of money, cash. Yes, going to be pricey. Yeah. Um, and uh, we we feels like we sort of need someone up front, and that's very hard. Strikers is incredibly hard, isn't it? I mean, yeah it just, just doesn't feel that that's going to going to happen, is it Well um, you know something's yeah. got to happen in that respect, so some sort of friend for Halair up front and a change in the system to push two players up there, maybe he's really got to get some legs into midfield and play a jetty mm. and uh, Halair up front and go, you you know, you're it, boys. Yeah, I mean, he
2: tried that against West Brom. He played both of them up front. I mean, I I guess that the better answer would have been, but he wanted to rest him, would have been to play Antonio with either one of them. Yeah. Um, And second half, he played all three. Mm. Um, And quite frankly, Ajeti and Hello were the problem. Yeah. because they were both totally immobile. I mean, a couple of times they trod on each other's toes because they seemed to feel that, that they could make space, but they should do it as a pair. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it was it was quite frightful to watch, to uh, be fair. I,
0: I, it's just that Ajati just looks utterly out of his depth on every level. He's not quick enough. He, doesn't, he can't finish it's uh, So
3: I wonder if these guys will come in. I mean, I, you know, it feels like a piece, bit of pace in the team is, yeah. is important. I mean, you know, uh, Dean Garner, whether we get him, you know, there's a lot of fury that we haven't got him back, but he's injured.
0: Yeah, and they've kept he's him injured. anyway. They've done a deal for him to stay yeah, there. Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Uh, I mean,
2: whoever comes in, Phil, let's face it, we've got rid of a director of football. Um, probably we should have done anyway, but we haven't replaced him. We've got a new manager in with one assistant because he can't get any more backroom staff. Um, We've got one scout. So if we are attracting players and if we're in negotiations with agents to get players in, who's doing this? Because it sounds as if it's still Mr Sullivan.
3: Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't. I sort of don't really know about any of that behind-the-scenes the stuff. I just know we've just got to get... You know, there's got to be some uh, new faces, I think. Otherwise, you know, Moyes is really going to have to kind of polish a turd uh, yeah. to... But, but, but to when to all sort of the
2: demonstrations th- took place, yeah. one of the things that fans told him is that you seem to be looking after player recruitment. You seem to be running the club in this way. We would like you to... St- take a step back and appoint people to do it professionally rather than you doing it. The demonstrations of a couple of years ago. Of a couple of years ago. And two years later, a manager's gone, um, the director of football has gone, as I say, probably quite rightly because neither of them are right, but we're back to the thing that he promised not to do to, to run the recruitment yeah, and yeah, to, yeah. To, to, to do
3: that stuff again. Well, it's all happened, I mean, it, you know, it, again, not really defending him, but it has all happened very suddenly. Pellegrini, it, you it know, has yes. very disappointingly turned mm. out to be not very good. And I think, you know, I don't think anyone, especially after last season, was really sort of quite predicting that. So, so it has all been a bit sort of kick-bollock scramble. But, you know... Um,
0: it's come as a shock, definitely. Uh, and I think we all—we actually in the summer when you know when we were signing Fornells and Halle and expecting actually <laughs> the the other signs that we didn't have to to, to to follow. There was a point where sort of around July, we were—I think most of us were quite optimistic for the for the yeah, season coming absolutely. to be honest now i think you know i think it has taken people by surprise but it feels to me and this last week has been a bit of a kind of kind of turning point for me it feels that you know things can be kind of cracking and groaning and creaking under the surface for a long time and then when they start to fall apart they fall apart very quickly yeah. it feels we're falling apart very quickly as a football club at the moment and and you know, again, I don't, you, you, you could, I'm, I'm not one of the people who kind of rabidly anti, anti-bore because, I mean, they came in and picked us up where nobody else would and who would buy the club at the moment anyway. Um, but... To be honest, you said it earlier. They're populists. He's a populist, and and they've been caught into a trap, haven't they? With with transfers, they've, they've they've chased marquee signings. They've brought, they've spent money on the kind of players they think West Ham fans want to see, and they are the fans, fan, yeah. but they haven't put. It's like kind of putting that on top without really thinking about spending money in areas which are unexciting but needed filling and for the squads yeah, and so on. That kind of building. Sensibly, you know, and and we, sometimes fans are their own worst enemy, aren't they? You know, there, there was talk of Joe Allen as a signing. Which, if you think about where the club is right now, in the crisis that we're in right now, actually, he's probably not a bad uh, signing. No, because to put he's their... Premiership ready, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Someone to put
3: their foot on the ball, exactly, and exactly. And to
0: yet, actually you know, to put yeah, and effort, ethane. yeah, and he's competent. Yet people throw their hands up
3: in despair yes, at the absolutely. idea yeah, and go, oh, this, yeah. this is not next level. Well, well we're not uh, next similarly level, Similarly <laughs> about David Moyes. Similarly about David yes, Moyes. Yes, I would agree, exactly. You know, I, would agree. I mean, you know, it's in a way you just can't take sort of people's opinions on social media and the sort of people that, you know, it's a bit of an empty vessels medium, yeah. isn't it? The empty yeah. vessels make most noise. They get on social media more than anyone else. And so mm. this kind of uh, David Moyes, David Moyes, you're going, well, I mean, does your memory go back three years because he actually came in and did a pretty good job? If you disagree that he did a pretty good job, well, he kept us up. Uh, you know we won some games of football. he inherited a a team stripped and devoid of any confidence um, and, and, and he did organized
2: something more. it he, he actually did, did something
3: things well. we could see happen yes. on the pitch it, it, and often you don 't know what a manager does it, i don 't know what pep Guardiola do does and what I do know is he 's got a team full of players that cost like seventy plus million pounds, and that might be the good thing you know. Pep Guardiola doubtless is a good manager, but, yeah. you know, he's not doing, you know, he's not doing everything that Manchester City does. And similarly, David Moyes in that season, you know, I was really taken with uh, things he did. It took quite a long time for him to do them because mm. I don't think he got any help. He well, literally th- turned up. I well, had to I find think, his parking space. I think space.
2: what he did, and we, we, we've touched upon it earlier, we, we were playing four at the back um, under Slavon Bilic, and it was Moyes that sort of said, well, hold on, I think you've got a full-back problem. Um, Cresswell's fine as a player, but I think he has some weaknesses as a full-back, and the right back position doesn't really exist. You've been—I mean, even uh, Slaven Bilic was trying people like Antonio yeah. as a right back. So uh, wow. Moyes came in and identified that and paid three at the back and allowed wing backs. Yeah. To th- so your that- your three defenders actually cover that position, yeah. and he, he yeah. used what was available, yeah. and he actually he introduced Declan Rice as one of those central defenders. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he'd taken him out of a, an under-23 side where he'd been playing central midfield. So, uh, and I think that Declan Rice was probably one of the better centre backs of the three that year.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, he was. Um, yeah. And and what what was it? You no, know, I think uh, with retrospect. You can see as a shame uh, the fact that not necessarily David Moyes for his David Moyesness, as verse to Manuel Pellegrini's Ma- Manuel Pellegrininess, just continuity of a manager getting us out of a scrape and saying, right now, what do we need to be better next season? Because we didn't have that. We had, uh, we- we've had. From Zola to Grant to to Allardyce to Billich to Moyes to Pellegrini, we've had a managerial change every couple of years, where the cards just get thrown in the, up in the air again. And there was one time when you really didn't need you to get didn't need to fire Absolutely. the manager at that yeah. point. Yeah. You That's didn't right. need to fire the manager,
0: and you know. It's what you say. You're absolutely right, Colin, about the fullback problem. But here he is back at the club with a fullback problem with yeah. exactly the same yeah. problem yeah. and but, but and, and substantially the you same know. personnel. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, that is a terrible indictment mm. of the transfer yeah. policy over the last couple of years. You know, and you feel actually the one that's injured because Fredericks came. On day one of the transfer window last time. So, you must, that must, that deal for Fredericks must have been set up under Moyes, in fact. Mm. Yes, it must have been. So, yep. he must have said, look, you've got to give me a pacey wing back because I mm. want to, you know. So, you know, it, I, it's frustrating. I mean, we're, I mean, football fans are not, don't think rationally about their football clubs. It's not a rational business, is it? No, no. Um, and, you know, we want excitement, we want flair, we want attacking football, we want next level. Um, but we also kind of, you know, uh, we also want for the, the club to be well run and well organised, and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. if, it's very you know those things don't all come along at once, very often for a, a club of our size. No, it? they
3: don't, and uh, you know, they get sidelined uh, issues of kind of long term thinking by putting out fires in the short term. And again, uh, we can't think about there's you know there's quite a lot of sort of up, uh, you know unrest. Again, it was uh, directed at the appointment of Moyes, but um, you know, we literally saw him get us out of a scrape three years ago. So mm. actually, to do the same this season, because I think we are more relegation threatened. He's coming in later. Yeah. He's coming in with a mm. worse team. Yeah. You know, we are massively, massively in the cack, uh, and yeah. uh, sort of going, no, no, you want to be, you're really thinking, yeah, you want to go want to a European? Manager. No, we're we're about to go down. So we have, yeah. we, you know, we we need someone who might be able to I, get it done. I agree with all that but i would I would
0: say actually in sort of on social media and whatever, I think more people are now. Inclined to point the finger at the board and... At yes, they are, so, yes, absolutely. ..than, so, than yes. the manager, yeah. Yeah. because I think they can see that the manager's been, you know, already... Actually, it did look as though, without without the sort of injury, without the absolute crisis, it did look as though they might be trying to get away without signing anyone yeah, absolutely. in this window. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, rumours yeah. were strong that that was the case, yeah in which case, you know, if you were Moyes, you'd feel very much let down, I think. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, they do have this... You know in the end they're they're responsible for for strategy in the club and the, yeah. you know and, they, and and investment and you know and, and if they're not prepared to invest. They shouldn't be in the game that they're in. It's a yes, big we boys We probably game, haven't, you know. yeah. we're we're probably haven't left
3: enough time in this podcast to really sort yeah. of you know talk about them again. Obviously, well, we'll every, come back to it, I'm sure. Obviously, every podcast we talk about them a little bit, like when James Cairns was there. James yeah. has some very interesting, good insights yeah. Yeah, in them. Very and good. He does a little bit of research into them, and there's always stuff mm-hmm. about 2023 and all that stuff. But, um, you know, yes, it is... While we're in the middle of a crisis, it sort of feels, you know that's what we should sort of focus on rather than sort of big picture. But, I mean, yes, I think you're right. Things are, things are sort of coming to light. And I, I mean, they're, they're, you know, I think uh, one thing I would just uh, say very briefly, so I'm not entirely sure that they're, they're absolute villains intent on destroying West Ham United and stripping it of all its assets. What I think is that they're sort of a bit inept, uh, I yes, think I think inept you know, top I think of the they're list a little bit in that. No, they're yeah. um, they are a bit stuck in their ways. You know, they 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 didn't sort of unearth sort of, Pochettino's and yep. Klopp's and Cars and and stuff. Every manager they sort of got, we'd all heard of because they're people from the past it's like you know that sort of it's just that sort of human nature that happens they're both old men and, yeah, and that's and, a problem and they and, should sort of delegate i might someone. be
2: fair to them as well because the other thing that they have to consider um, is that it might be every fan's desire for them to spend big in the January window to make sure that we don't don't go down actually if they spend big in the January window and do go down that makes August very very difficult and they might if they're sensible people, they also should have one eye on the fact that if you spend your mm. money in January, you might go down in an even worse position because you might have actually been forced to sign players on contracts that they'll be bound uh, to I- I- in August. Yeah. Whereas you 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 can cut your cloth accordingly if you go down. But that that to yeah. Me, we paid. The... Yes.
0: Yes. I think you're right. But that to me potentially says, well, they've been playing brinkmanship to a certain extent I think for a long, have. long while. It's yeah. James Kern's argument, isn't it? Um, and, uh, you know, I think well, the, the, that combined with injuries and other things, you know, mm. it's a shitstorm mm. of, 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 of crisis yeah. now, isn't it? Um, you know, and we, I they we are... they learned the wrong lesson from What them. I hope is that supporters in the games get behind the team on yeah. on, on the pitch. So we've got to stick together with that. And like yep. the away support does. Mm-hmm. I think the home support is a bit more... You know, it's 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 very difficult to to get a sort of sense of cohesive atmosphere going. Well, things it, become nervy sometimes. It, yeah. you know, so, yeah,
2: things become. Well, nervous. let's
3: talk about these next two games. We've got two games in you know four days, or yeah. something. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, so, and you know, the first one is obviously extremely tricky. It's Liverpool, and at the weekend we have Brighton, right? Well, um,
0: I, I think our hope with Liverpool is that they just see it as that they they have they they take they are foot off the gas from the word go. Mm. They've they've got. Champions League coming up soon. Um, they were, I think they'll treat it... They'll play a full-strength serve, obviously, but uh, I think they'll get one or two nil up early on and and, and knock it about. That's, that's yeah. my fear. Otherwise, we're looking at an absolute spanking again. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
3: um, predictions for that one?
2: Uh, predictions. Shall I go first? Yes. Because I'd, I'd never predict a West Ham defeat. I've never done it on any no. podcast. I'm not about... To start now, so um, on the basis that nothing else is possible, I'm going for a four-all draw.
3: Four-all draw, excellent, excellent. That's the sort of thing I go for normally. Nil three, nil three. West Ham United one, Liverpool (laughs) fourteen.
0: That would be get down the bookmakers. Get
3: down the bookmakers and uh, put a tenor on that. Uh, And Brighton at the weekend. I mean, they you know their sort of tails are up our our tails out of all the tails in the division are probably the most downward pointing tails at the moment,
0: yeah, but that that they the players know right now that is I mean we lose that game, I can't really see us getting out of it. Uh, if we win that game, it could change things a bit. It could be a real watershed moment, we have to win it. It is the definition of of
1: not, not, well, that.
0: it's not the definition of must-win in the sense that we're, you know, there's still plenty of games to play. But in terms of where we are and, and the morale and everything, mm. uh, with the games following it, we have to win that. We have to win that. And Predictions? That. And I think we'll win it 2-1. 2-1. Colin?
2: Yeah, I, I, I think we're going to win for a slightly different reason. I watched the body language when they came off the pitch against West Bromwich. Um, an awful lot of players looked dejected. Um, And the one player that looked entirely different from that was Mark Noble. He looked distraught. Mm. He looked as if he was going to break down in tears. Now, I don't think, knowing the nature of the guy as captain, he won't have made his feelings entirely clear. I think that we'll bounce back, whether it's enough for the rest of the season, but I think we'll come back. And I'm... Did you say 2-0? 2-1. 2-1. I'll go 2-0. Hmm.
3: I will say 3-1, then. 3-1. Okay. OK. All right. Yeah. I then mean, he, he was partly distraught because he should have scored. He should have scored. He should yeah, have yeah, scored indeed, yeah, yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, this has been Stop Hammer Time. My name's Phil Whelans. With me have been Jim Grant. Cheerio. Colin Mill. It's been happy. Come on, you Irons.
0: This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. <laughs>